Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Selah Moments with Jackie C. And I am so excited today to have special guests on my podcast. I was feeling really compelled watching everything that's going on in the news to really understand and hear the perspective of the young people. And so today I have two young leaders that are going to share their experiences and their perspective. And I hope you're open to hear and listen and learn from them. The first up I have is Olivia Arbuckle. So this, hello, good morning. So this, this young leader, she is a junior in high school and will be a freshman in college. She's also the teen financial secretary of the Greater Peoria Jack and Jill chapter. She's also in the National Society of Black Engineers Junior and also a member of Tomorrow's Scientists, Technicians, and Managers at the Tri-County Urban League. So again, welcome, Olivia. Thank you. And I also have Mrs. Aaliyah Newble. Hi. I said Mrs. Oh. <laughs> Miss Aaliyah Newble. She is 17 years old and she is a leader um, at, uh, excuse me, she's the president of the Black Student Union at University High School, where she will be a senior this year. So very excited to have her. Um, Some of her interests include she loves kids and animals, and she didn't put this down in her bio, but she is a makeup artist (laughs) in the making. (laughs) She does wonderful things with face, contouring, um, and so I'm, I'm adding that in there as a plug for her. So again, welcome to Olivia and Aaliyah. Thank you. Great. So we're going to get started, and uh, again, I'm just really curious to hear what your perspectives are. You know, a lot of times when we see these types of things that are going on specific to race relations, we hear from the adults. But what are the children saying? And as I'm looking at the protesters, it's the millennial generation. It's the young kids that are kind of leading this charge, and so um, that's why you're here to talk about that. But I guess my first question to both of you is, and I'll start with you, Aaliyah, is as you've been watching the news over the past few weeks, describe how you've been feeling in one word. Um, I think my one word would be afraid. Afraid. Okay, Olivia, how would you be feeling in one word? I'm just astounded by the leadership people were able to step into like people using their voices and social media to speak up about all this stuff that's been going on for like so long mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's a bit emotional too mm-hmm. at that's the same good. time good good so astounded and afraid so Aaliyah talk to me about that word afraid what is what does that mean to you and why would you describe it that way I think when I say afraid it's not so much for myself but it's like it's for mm. all of the people I'm close with, my mm. best friends, like all of the male figures in my life. Mm. Like I caught myself, I went to a protest on Sunday and the next day they, well, the night that had, like we had the protest, they started like looting Target. Mm. And I caught myself the next morning texting all of my like friends saying, hey, I love you. Like, make sure you're safe, like blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like the way that I felt for like a while is I feel like Like, I mean, I'm obviously always going to, like, text them and be like, hey, be safe, but I feel like it shouldn't be, like, 
I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It shouldn't be like narrowed into this situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It shouldn't be focused on this situation. And that's why I'm like, this specific reason is why I'm saying, hey, be safe. Like, make sure you check your surroundings. Make sure you're like with people, not by yourself, like all of that. Mm, that's good. Good insight. What about you? When you, you said a little bit about the leadership, but astounded is a, a pretty strong word. It's also powerful to see, um, like, I think about it. And it just kind of makes me want to tear up a little because all that stuff going on, no one should have to fear for their life ever. Mm -hmm. Like just walking around. And then um, after our town had protested, um, a lot of people started um, going around the neighborhood, knocking on doors, um, trying to like scare people or do bad things. And I'm like, just wow. For what? What's the reason? Yeah. And it's just, as I'm listening to you, just being afraid and astounded, um, I'm, I'm just often curious to know, like, have you ever been around situations where you've heard your friends make inappropriate comments to people of color? Specifically, we're talking about Black lives. Um, this is kind of the Black Lives Matter that people have been talking about. So have you ever found yourself in situations where people have made inappropriate comments around you? I'd say not like my friends because my friends know better yeah and I don't surround myself with people like that and if I do think that they are like that I can separate myself but I have like in my school my school is not very diverse and so it's like there's like a, at least six seven eight ish maybe black people in my grade wow. alone and so it's just kind of like everybody says like there's all kinds of stuff being said and you'll hear about it and you'll be like you'll be like like really like we had an incident last year that somebody wrote I hate minorities and a swastika in spray deodorant on a um, PE locker and he got kindly asked to leave the school instead of expelled oh wow and so it wouldn't go on his record and he wasn't charged or anything like that so it happens in the school but my school is also kind of like try to keep it like quiet so it doesn't like get out and stuff like that yeah I like your point about keeping it quiet and we'll come back to that but I wanted you to Olivia example of have you ever been a part of that or heard someone um so I was friends with them last year uh because of sports and all that but a guy um like in the last few weeks on blackout Tuesday he had posted um like he like you know when you're supposed to like just post a black screen he had posted a blue screen and said blue uh blue lives matter and all that stuff and I was like dude seriously and like I got so mad about it I had uh screenshotted it posted on snapchat because um someone had said it in one of his comments well if that doesn't get on snapchat doesn't your reputation will be ruined he ended up taking down the post and I'm just like why would you say that right it's blackout Tuesday this is supposed to be about black lives and raising awareness signing petitions make sure everyone hears what's going on mm-hmm. and he's over here blue lives matter i mean all lives matter of course but like right we are being discriminated against correct yeah, yeah. no and i and i like that so one thing Aaliyah, you just talked about is um someone essentially called out a group because of because of their ethnicity um and the adults in that scenario did not give the proper punishment. Right. Um, and I think that's important when you talk about being quiet is 
when when we're hearing people protesting it's because they're tired of things like that like what are the repercussions for the things you do so I mean just curious I know how did the school feel and does that give you a different outlook on leaders or people that are supposed to be in in leadership positions like teachers and school administrators when they don't act it's it's different I think because like the way that I feel like I like there's not a lot of diversity so at my school it's not like I'm super super comfortable but like I'm Mm -hmm. fine with some of the people that I do have Mm -hmm. and but I think like once all that happened it did give me a different outlook on the school specifically Mm. and like the teachers and like stuff like that but they did we did end up having a diversity training type thing good but it it didn't really do anything Mm -hmm. like if I'm like me being honest I don't think it really did anything Mm. and um the other thing is there's really like like even my like sponsor for our black student union club is a white teacher but I mean she's great I love her Mm -hmm. but she it is like there's not there's maybe like I think two black teachers Mm -hmm. I think maybe one Mm -hmm. that's interesting you say that too because I wondered another question and it is more around um like what are your thoughts again it's a white teacher but she's the sponsor to lead black lives matter does that matter to you or how do you look at it from a race perspective is it only black people that should be speaking up who should be speaking up um I think from my perspective I'm half white so Mm -hmm. I completely like I'm completely supportive of her like it's just like occasionally I'm kind of like okay we need someone else but then other times she's really supportive she's she's great but it's like I think that other people should be speaking up too because I saw like things on Twitter of like like things on social media of like white people using their white privilege to protect black people and the videos that I loved and that gave me like actual hope for like what everything that was happening is when like the black the white people were like like standing in front mm. of black people mm-hmm. like standing making a barrier for like um for where the cops were and there was this one video I saw was it was a black guy, a teenager he jumped over the fence and was standing there like on his and was like sitting there on his knees with his hands up and a white teenager jumped over the fence the minute he jumped over and was standing like st- and got in front of him mm-hmm. and they were like pushing her out of the way and he was ba- she was basically like on top of him and it was it was mm-hmm. a really good video and it yeah yeah I, I think I've seen some of those videos too and that's I think what drew me to ask you guys to come is from your perspective seeing um all colors and it's mostly again like the millennials and then younger that are leading this charge has just been refreshing are either of you I know you're in leadership roles at your school you're the leader of the black uh, student unit at university high school and then you're connected to a lot of different organizations but are you guys like leading the charge on anything like are you actively involved in um, organizing anything in terms of protesting or what does that look like for you right now um so earlier in the year we had um our group in jackson jill we had hosted a gun control um panel down in peoria not a lot of people came even though we advertised it and like that was what kind of made me angry that like a lot of people were just like well we didn't know all this stuff was going on and all that stuff it was like i tried to get you to come but mm-hmm. like but we had put that together and on that panel we had um city council members uh, state people we had a couple of cops there talking about like what they think about all 
the race issues, the gun control issues, uh, black on black crimes, and all that other stuff. And I was like, I'm like, you guys didn't hear about all this. I try to tell you, um, like it's going on, and no one really notices it. You know, no matter how hard we try yeah. to speak up about it. And I really like the fact that white allies and um, other people are just supporting us mm-hmm. as a whole. And I'm like, mm-hmm. we're all united. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's what has been so amazing to me is to see the unification of all this. Uh, one thing too, I, I wonder, and this wasn't this is just a question I have just in school when they when they talk about history like you have history classes and now there's this whole notion that you know there's pieces of history that were left out right um so what have you guys been doing I know you've been probably seeing about different cases when you think think about um the looting and the rioting you've probably heard people say well people have been looting and rioting rioting for years so what are you guys doing to like educate yourself on some of the things of the past that actually are connected to some of the things now and do you have examples of things that you've been reading up on recently that you didn't know about and that could be for either one of you done a lot of like research about it but I've seen a couple of different like posts and like videos about how like there's all kinds of different riots for like like there like there was one thing that they were like it's a problem when black people are rioting for equality but then when white people are rioting because their sports team wins a <laughs> right. game it's not an issue <laughs> right when right. they set a bus on fire because <laughs> right. they because we're under quarantine or when they <laughs> right. take guns down to right. the capital <laughs> it's not in there like in it's not a problem but once we start doing it for equality right and, like, right Right. <laughs> that's good. It's a problem. That's and good. Yeah. Games and all that other right. Stuff. Yep. Like, Those were nice people. Now we're thugs. Right. Yeah. yeah. The crazy. The craziest part to me was the president tweeting about it, mm. saying that. Talk about it, then. <laughs> the craziest part was that the president literally tweeted about it, saying the people that were in the police's face with guns are nice people yeah. but with us peacefully sitting down in the street or protesting are thugs right and they're gonna bring the military out that was just that was, was that when you hear that me. from I, the leader of these united states does that empower you to want to get involved in in more um political aspirations or that's the thing too like I think one of the things I wanted to tell you guys is I'm looking at the things you're involved in is like you guys are leaders and I hope this sparks a flame in you to say you know what there's some other things I can become I can become an activist I can get involved in the law enforcement system or the justice system so to look beyond today because I think what um, informs change is um, laws so that's huge. But yeah, you're right. The president of these United States, right? Um, they're, they're supposed to be neutral. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't hold a side. And that's what makes us uni- unified. So when you start holding a side, it, it creates more um, division, in my opinion. Right. <laughs> but um, going back to the history question, is there anything like historically that you've been reading about that kind of shows you a little bit more about 
not justifying the things that are happening, but why people are doing what they're doing. Um, so, um, so on social media, one of my friends had posted about the Stonewall riots mm-hmm. um, for the LGBTQ plus people and how they rioted and that was like the first pride and all that stuff and how eventually, after doing all that, they eventually got equality kind of in a way and mm-hmm. a, like a law and all that stuff and I was like, well yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah. Like we've been writing for a while too because it started in um like what was his name um uh, um uh, the recent one no no like in the past it was like 1980s um my parents were around for it oh oh Rodney King yeah Rodney King King. me and my mom were talking about that yeah, about how it was it was like just 27 years ago and now they're doing it again mm-hmm. it was like the whole same like thing and now here we are again and I just think that's great it's, it's yeah it is it's were you guys well let me ask this this might be a sensitive question but I think in the in the I don't know in the social media aspect everyone can see what's out there but have you did you actually see the video of what happened to George Floyd yeah. Mm-hmm. So you watched it. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it, people watched like, it. The sad oh, part yeah. about it being on video is that his daughter has to see that. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah. she didn't, um, one of uh, my advisors for uh, work was like, um, she was talking about how she saw her mother in the hospital and actually had to see her, like, pass away. And, like, she was, like, talking about how his daughter doesn't even get the chance, you know, mm-hmm. to see him at peace. Um, yeah. So... And I think that's what's kind of sparked, I think injustice has been going on for so long, to your point, 27 years ago with Rodney King, I didn't even realize it was that long ago. But I remember watching it on the news and thinking, oh, they're going to be found guilty because we clearly see them beating him with a baton and it's on tape. And I remember just the outrage um, that sparked, but then it simmered down. And then you see other things like Trayvon Martin, outrage and simmers down. Now we see Ahmaud Aubrey, outrage, but it didn't really simmer down because right after that, Breonna Taylor. And then we're like, wait a minute, what's going on? And then George Floyd. And so it felt like now we're at a tipping point. And I think it's going to be your generation that doesn't let it revert back and That's die what I was down. Say, I feel like everybody's saying, oh, they're like, it's just going to go back down. But I don't feel like it is. Like, no. somebody said that to me the other day. They were like, well, everybody will calm down in a couple weeks. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't, I mean, like, I don't want to live in like, like, I can't, I forgot what I was saying. No, no, I hear what you're saying. Like, you don't want to live reverting back to yeah. a system that's unjust yeah. you know and I don't I also don't want to live in a place where we're like rioting mm-hmm. and for like equality like for basic human rights mm-hmm. yeah. and mm-hmm. I just feel like we shouldn't have to do that but mm-hmm. no that's yeah. a great point and it's crazy that like this has all been happening for years and nothing has really changed mm-hmm. like they can make up new laws and say oh well lynching's bad and that's illegal now federal crime but people will still do it Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. the justice system, like you see, you on video, it's on video, and you see a man kill another man. They're not really found guilty, or they are let off easier than most people are. Yeah, I agree, and I think you use the term lynching, and 
have you all ever been exposed to pictures or photographs of what that actually looked like and, and what too. it was yeah yeah so so and for those who are listening who may not know um i mean that was you know as part of just all the racial incidences of the past they used to lynch black men and black women and children um and it actually historically was um an event like you were going to the swimming pool right you know so for the white people in that in that moment it was like hey let's all go meet down at two o'clock because we're getting ready to lynch a bunch of the n-word um and so today what happened to George Floyd I think that struck a nerve too because it's the symbolism of the lynching was your neck back in in, yeah and in those days a public lynching hanging around the neck so that's a slow death and this was a slow death I mean if we've probably been talking for maybe 15 minutes but about 10 of those minutes he was being suffocated out so that's what I think caused that tipping point for a lot of people I think the other thing that you were saying is it was like a public like uh, like modern day lynching is because everyone was around people were taking videos yes but the other thing is like somebody said to me they were like because it was like what are you gonna do they were like why didn't people do things that are around but what are you gonna do if uh, there's four cops right there you're just gonna get arrested or you're also gonna die yeah right and that yeah no that's a great point because i i think that's the that's that's why we're saying we need to invoke different laws and we need to hold police accountable because you are exactly right if you were there and you saw that and you charged that police officer we might be talking about you right exactly like there's really like like I understand if it was someone else, if it was a civilian choking someone else, then you could you could definitely yes. do something yeah. unless like they had a gun or something. Unless you're like really ambitious and you want to, I mean, hey, go for it mm-hmm. if you feel it. But like at a cop and there's four other cops there, what are you really gonna do? Mm-hmm. The only thing that you really can do is record so that it like brings awareness awareness mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. and it gets like yeah. And the thing is like. Uh, couple years ago remember when they started training police officers to relocate their tasers instead of having their hands on their guns so Mm -hmm. they can stop having incidents Mm -hmm. and so i was like but they still end up holding Mm -hmm. on their side ready to pull their firearm like when someone like steps forward or seems intimidating it's it's straight straight here Mm -hmm. or like when you're pulling someone over you should never have your hand on your firearm to the car with your or pulled out aiming at them like what yeah. did, dude I mean with uh, what was his name? Uh Ahmad? No no um Grant I think uh so one man uh Castile Philandro Oh Philan oh yes when he said I'm a registered gun owner I'm He has sure. a gun yeah. and he's like don't reach for it, don't reach for it, don't he's not reaching for it. I'm going for my pocket. Boom. Yeah. Like because he was already in the stance of, but and I, I, yeah. And I watched that video, and I'm hearing the cop's voice, and it's really shaky, and he's just, like, and he's scared. And he's really on edge, and he's already, like, having his weapon on, like, hand on the finger on the trigger. I mean. So the emotion of it. And I think, again, if you get the opportunity to bring forward that training that you did or were a part of, I think that's a nice time to revisit, like, just race relations in regards to police like what are the proper things do people even know their um their legal rights and how to engage with police officers i'm gonna ask you guys a couple more questions but i did want to get this one 
Um, and it kind of is in regards to your faith. Like, so I know you guys are both Christians. Um, and so as a Christian, what, how do you think Jesus would be responding in this situation? And then has it been hard for you to kind of talk about your faith in the context of race? Has that been difficult? So what do you, how do you think Jesus would be posturing himself during this time? I really okay yeah no that's honest that's honest yeah I also have no idea yeah I mean I think you'd be really disappointed yeah yep because these people are crazy (laughs) I think he'd be like okay take me back to heaven I'm not staying down here like and I was just curious because I've heard people say like if Jesus was here now he'd be he'd be praying he'd also be walking in protest right, 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 right. he'd oh, also yeah. be where the injustices were so just yeah. wondered like when you talk about your faith like how does that fit into this conversation um so that story of the sinful town with um I think was it Abraham's nephew you're talking about Sodom and Gomorrah yeah okay and now they had to leave that town because they were killing um, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of sin in that town and how God had rained down on it. <laughs> okay, Olivia, come with the word. Come on now. <laughs> and basically that city kind of burned and like, mm. was gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you were just told not to look back at it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. All right, Olivia. So you saying right now you feel like it could be some of God looking down and saying, I'm displeased. I'm going to burn up what was in place don't look back i'm establishing a new set of justices hey you know what you just came through with some revelation you know at the beginning of the year they were talking about how this is going to be the year that everything ends because they were talking about the wildfires wildfires and then the locusts came and then and it was like there's a scripture there's literally a scripture i don't know like what scripture what scripture it is but it was it's talking about like all the stuff that's going to happen before the world ends isn't mm-hmm. that a thing this, this isn't is, that a thing yeah like, there's some th- these so, are all the things that will happen it's like before. the wildfire the locust and then the plague so and australia then, i don't know where the locusts were covid and then <laughs> and then they said that there people go, were gonna like riot or something like that and here we are did you see russia how like the oil spill turned the entire like thing red i said they really it's are living the in biblical times. It's the Red Sea. It's a conspiracy theory, but I... 20... 20 and we lost Kobe. <laughs> yeah, we lost Kobe. There's a moment of silence for Kobe. <laughs> right. Okay, moment of silence. But no, I, I, as a Christian woman, too, looking ahead, I, I just... I believe talking about the world ends do I think it's going to end I don't know we don't know no one knows the day or time or the hour it's just God's commission to us is to be ready and I think you are you're being ready and being prayerful being educated about the things that are going on I am inspired by you guys um I have two more questions um let me get to them one uh, one was what do you think it would take to create a society that values racial and ethnic differences definitely new leadership <laughs> new leadership you i didn't yeah. say it you guys said it <laughs> yeah, what about you alia yeah i think leadership is a big deal because i feel like i feel like as long as we feel like the like 
He said he was going to bring the military. Mm. And as long as we feel like we have to be afraid in our own communities, there's not going to be any peace. Mm. That's a good that's and a good I, statement. And it's just I don't know. And everybody has social media. Everybody can see what he's saying. And it's like I like me personally, I just feel like the president should not be that vocal on social media. Like how do you still stand with him after this? Like Yeah. Mm. He Mm, yeah, okay, we might have to do a part two with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are bringing some good questions back. How do you stand, right? Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. Here's one, the last one, and then we'll kind of wrap up. But what would you say, oof, this might be a hard one. What would you say to people that have not spoken up about racial injustice or they're just completely silent during this time? educate yourself what are you doing for what like are you busy like you can't be, you can't be that busy you can't i love you it you're stuck busy. inside what are you right doing? you're stuck inside we're supposed to be inside what are you really doing yeah watching tv okay well, definitely educate yourself yeah. about what's going on and yeah. like the past including because that can really help you um, i feel like i saw a lot of signs that were like silence is compliance like mm-hmm. people i feel like people that are actually being silent are just okay place. with what's going on and i feel like that's what that means but people say that like their silence is so that it's not controversial if you don't want to get controversial then you're i can't say that mm-hmm. but you're kind of a racist i feel like because mm-hmm. if you don't if you're not gonna fight for it then what's the point of saying anything exactly. about it mm-hmm. if you don't want to argue with people i've gotten into so many arguments with people just because ignorance because mm-hmm. i feel like people are like being ignorant and they like the other thing is teenagers like teenagers like people my age like right now are using this to spark anger so, like, mm. they'll post things just for, like, to make people mad so that and they slide up and you get into arguments. Uh, I literally, okay. I have gotcha. se- had to separate myself completely, and I've unadded and blocked so many people because it's just, like, stupid. Like, for what? Mm. Like, Do you think that's how they really feel, or is it just for the attention? I think it might be, yeah. Wow. And that's in your age group. Yeah. And, and I just think it's crazy because it's, like, people that I have, like, been around and, like... You would never know people feel like this until wow. all of this happens yeah, because yeah. nobody's going to say it just out like downright, oh, I don't like black people or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. But it's like this whole, like, like this whole everything that's happening is really bringing out people's true, like yeah, true colors. Yeah. Like, for sure. Hmm, that's good, Aaliyah. Another thing, people probably wouldn't really speak up because they're afraid. But right. the other part is people who have, like, families who are really like with the president and what he believes and all against all the black Lives matter movement those kids are probably speak up and like even though they can probably get kicked out of their house or whatever they're speaking up mm-hmm. but like you could just be afraid to lose everyone because of what's going on and another thing about like now that people are having voices to show their true colors and all that right. stuff i mean in the last four years it's like uh racists have been more active like Mm -hmm. um, my mom had brought up when obama was president they were real quiet right Mm -hmm. (laughs) right Mm -hmm. because i feel like it's like fueling Mm -hmm. like a leader like you were saying that a leader is not supposed to pick sides and it's like the leader is like it's like 
the leader being on one side or the other is fueling the other side and it's like fueling the hate and the anger and like everything that's going on and it's also fueling i'd say the black side because all these people are angry and we're like okay we want to be angry back like Mm -hmm. we have a lot of stuff to be angry about and so if you're going to come against us then why not fire back Mm -hmm. no i would agree with you and and i would say this you guys have some powerful voices i know when we started you're like i don't know but you guys have like i'm ready to go run let's go organize a march like i'm like i am so energized by you two i am so proud of you like you guys are leaders and I want you to think more broadly about how you can get involved and how you can invoke change in mindsets. I mean, I could be sitting next to the next lawyer, the next judge, the next engineer. Like, I, I love it. I love your energy. And I would just say, use your voice for good and keep standing. You guys bring a lot of education. So I am, I am so thankful that you guys were able to share your viewpoint with me. I know I want to do more of these, and so um, just be thinking about how else we can have roundtables. I'm open to partner with you if you want to do a roundtable or a Zoom or whatever and bring in other perspectives, but um, just let me know. Now, I'm really quick going to do something fun. You didn't know I was going to ask you these questions, but I also wanted to just show the human side of us that we can have fun too after we talk about these issues but it's it's fast round so i'm just going to ask you these questions and you ask the first thing that comes out of your mind just three questions okay all right okay. all right what's your favorite movie oh ratatouille <laughs> <laughs> olivia Not what's your favorite movie in game in game avengers in game okay uh olivia what is your favorite color Gray. Gray. <laughs> Aaliyah, what's your favorite color? Lavender. Le- oh, I love lavender. <laughs> and what's your favorite song, Olivia? Oh, my. Uh, mm. uh, Circles by Post Malone. Circles by Post Ew, Malone. <laughs> All right. Bye. And what is your favorite song, Aaliyah? I love music. I listen to so much music. I know. I, I thought you was going to plug. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, anything by E.J. Newble. Oh, anything Absolutely. by E.J. Newble. Can we get that on Spotify somewhere? Um, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. All right. Well, thank you again, ladies. I really enjoyed the conversation. She's going to plug her brother. I'm going to plug my sister. Oh, well, plug your sister then. Oh, oh. and Hannah. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Any music by Chamber Productions. Any music? Yeah. Any music by Chamber Productions. So shout out to Hannah Newbold, EJ Newbold. Kiera Sh- Arbuckle. Kiera Arbuckle. These are the up and coming artists. Anyways, you guys say goodbye to the folks. Bye. Bye. Take care. <laughs>